You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in on a Tuesday, Fox Sports Radio. Indeed, it is the Dan Patrick Show. Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes. Of course, uh, Hush, the former All-Pro wide receiver, mostly for the Cincinnati Bengals. He has a radio show here on Fox Sports Radio, up on game every Saturday. And that podcast is pretty damn good, too. The Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast on the Extra Points Podcast Network. And uh, I am Rob Parker from The Odd Couple, 7 to 10, Monday through Friday, Eastern, that is, on Fox Sports Radio, The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and yours truly. And uh, welcome in. Good morning, Mr. TJ Hushmanzada. How you doing, buddy? Man, Rob, I'm doing well, man. How are you? Matt, I am uh, stoked. So much uh, good stuff to talk about. You know, this time, the holiday time, a lot of games, you know, we got a lot of time to watch them. Last night, I was actually uh, at the uh, Crypto.com uh, arena. Is that what it's called? I'm still yeah. trying to get used yeah, yeah, to it. It is a little odd saying that, isn't it? It really, think, really you, is. You, you have to think about it like, wait, wait, where was Okay, yeah, Crypto.com. Yes. And uh, I was there for the uh, Nets-Clippers game last night. Did you get to watch that last night? Yeah, I did. I watched um, – I was kind of going back and forth from the start of that to end because I wanted to watch the entire football game. Right. And, and so I, I ended up watching the game. And, yeah, it, it was uh, – pretty competitive it's just really weird watching these games now with with the uh healthy and safety protocols and obviously the Clippers they don't have Kawhi they don't have Paul George so it's just a different type of feel but I'm a sports fan so of course I watched it no doubt and of course we're going to get to that uh Dolphins win they win again what is that seven in a row uh they they beat New Orleans 20 to 3 the under it was 23 and a half. <laughs> they got the under at 23, which is pretty amazing, ain't it? 23 That's points. absolutely unbelievable. When we're talking the National Football League game with professionals and 23 points were scored. Like, right. it's – we were talking about this yesterday. I was like, there's no way that's going to go under. And right. And was it 26 and a half? Maybe that was the under. It was still, 26. But 26. But still, points? you think 23 points in an NFL game, it tells you where we are. But we'll definitely get to that. Uh, we do want to start, and, and we should give a shout out to our uh, crew filling in uh, here on the Dan Patrick Show. Jay Stu is our producer. USC Chris is our engineer. So we're in full effect on this Tuesday, and and let's start here. James Harden, and we talked about this, TJ and I did the odd couple yesterday, but we, people had written off James Harden, which I just find hard to believe, right? TJ, they've changed kind of the calls. He wasn't getting the calls he was used to getting. He wasn't getting to the line the way he used to get. And all he did was come in last night, 38 points, 15 assists, 8 rebounds, and the Nets beat the Clippers 124-108. And people go, well, they don't have Kawhi, they don't have Paul George. Well, guess what? The Nets don't have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and six other players. So would you say the tables were balanced? I mean, like they're missing the bulk of their team as well. But the Nets just continue to win 
uh, 23-9 and nine on the season. And, and here's the other thing, TJ. Um, on Christmas Day against the Lakers, James Harden went off for 36 points in a big win against LeBron James and crew. Um, what do you make of people who were ready to write off James Harden and, and not think, given this guy's resume history, that he wasn't going to be able to get back to what he's used to doing? When, when a guy has been great for years, plural, like James Harden had, you, you can't, oh, man, he's not getting to the free throw line as much as he used to. The rule change is, is pretty much going to kill his uh, career as a great player. Like any great player does. Well, like, any, like what do they do? Adjust. They adapt and adjust. It took him a little time to realize that I'm going for a lip and I swing my arms underneath yours and force contact and force a foul. They're not calling that any longer. He adjusted to that. And, and now you see it. He scored 39 points, 15 assists, eight he was a monster. He was a monster out there. And, and, and it's easier for him because Kevin Durant isn't playing. So he has the ball in his hands. It's almost like he's in Houston again. Right. He has the ball in his hands. He's making a play for himself or he's making a play for others. And a play for others, 15 assists. He scores 39 points. He accounted for over half of their points. And, and, and so it's easier for him when Durant's not playing. Can he continue to play this way? when Durant comes back because both of them need the ball in their hands to be effective like many great players are today. And yeah. so what James Harden is doing is vintage James Harden. We've seen this before. But the people that say, oh, man, these rules, what's wrong with James Harden? He's just letting you know he hadn't gone anywhere. Right. And, and if you're a Nets fan and you're thinking about, well, is this going to work or whatever? Because remember, they're going to get Kyrie back. Uh, Durant's eventually going to play. Already disjointed, and and they've been uh, sidelined with a lot of uh, uh, COVID issues and whatnot. And guess what? Best road record in the NBA. You would have thought it might have been the Warriors, right? The Suns, the way that they got out of the shoot and how, the way they were playing. But it's actually the Nets, 13-3. and three. Uh, on the road, which is pretty darn impressive uh, to start. But, yeah, James Harden did send out a message. His trip to L.A., 36 points. And that game on Christmas Day, uh, the Nets were up, what, 23 points or something in the third quarter against the Lakers? I mean, that's yeah, with LeBron. Don't, don't, don't that's with me. Westbrook. Yeah, you watch that. Am I right? It, it was another where you saw uh, Harden um, ramp up. And he had missed a week because of COVID. Uh, when he came back and played that game. And so his first two games back from the COVID uh, being sidelined, 36 points, uh, 10 and 10. He had a triple-double in that game. And then he also had that alley-oop to Nick Claxton. Remember that over LeBron, the facial? Oh, yeah, you saw that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, you know, we again, when when you're an NBA player, it doesn't matter who you – all these dudes can play – 90% 90% of these dudes are 90, 98% of these dudes are great athletes. You play long enough, you're going to get dunked on. It's all right. That, it just shows me when you get dunked on, you're actually playing hard. You're, you're trying to at least 
give them some type of resistance defensively. It just didn't work out in our favor. We, we. When I say we guys, I'm talking to Lakers. I feel like it's a we thing. Stay we off the we. Uh, yes, I we understand. Gotta, we got to figure this out. We got to yeah, figure it, it out. And speaking of the Lakers, let's go there because that's the other pressing uh, issue. And in that Christmas Day game, now the Lakers play tonight. They play the Rockets in Houston. They better get a win because the Lakers have lost five straight. TJ. And have looked pretty bad at it. The only crazy thing is LeBron has had four straight games of 30 points or more, but they can't win a game. What, what does that say? Like, like LeBron, if he scored 30-some-odd points, that, that, you're winning a game. Like it, it doesn't even factor in anymore. What, what's, what's happened there? Is the team that bad to, that even when LeBron is playing well and putting up extraordinary numbers in his 19th season – it doesn't seem as if it matters. Man, defense. We have to start playing some type of defense. You're not they don't have a team. On paper, when you when you look at the Lakers roster, if on paper, just names and what they've accomplished, looks good. LeBron James, right. Anthony Davis. Russell Westbrook. Don't they have four of the top du- 75 players? Dwight Howard. And you're saying Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. An- should, uh, honestly, let's just be honest. It should be five. Dwight Howard should be in there. Right. Dwight, Dwight Howard, Howard was a monster what? in Orlando. He, he no doubt be, about it. He should be one of the – whoever kept him and omitted Dwight Howard from that list, they're wrong for that. Dwight Howard is, is, is one it of because the best you think players. Dwight – of the last uh, number of years, kind of turned into being goofy and bouncing around, and and I don't I don't know how they dismiss the start of his career. I'm with you. He deserves multiple to be on that defensive list. player of the yes. years. He should be on a list. So that's five players. It looks good on paper when you look at the names. They have to come together. Somebody, one of those players, and when I say one of those players, it has to be. Because AD isn't playing. It has, it's going to have to be LeBron, Westbrook, or maybe Carmelo. They're going to have to commit themselves on a defensive end. And others will see that and follow. And, and be, They're not outscoring people. They don't have a perimeter shooting that they need to have. And so if you're not going to outscore people, how do you remain and stay competitive? You play defense. You play defense. And well, well, can an older team, they're the oldest team in the NBA, do they have enough muster to play defense? If you're looking, for, you're looking for LeBron to lead the way in year 19 defensively, I get what you're saying. Because if LeBron's rolling up his sleeve and he's playing defense, it's hard for other people to look and not feel compelled to do the same. But if he's not doing it, then what's going to happen? I mean, because they're giving up uh, during this five-game losing streak, they're giving up 120 points plus a game. What game are you winning where where, where um, you're giving up 120 points? It's a layup line when you play the Lakers. That That's what it feels like. It's a layup line. I don't even think the Washington Generals gave up 120 points to the Globetrotters. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it's like it's just when being a Laker fan, it's disheartening watching it. You're like, we, we, we don't score consistently enough to play this way. And you would think them being there, they just have to play less minutes. And we, again, we discuss this. 
play hard. If you really want to play defense, you'll play it. If you really, if it really matters, you'll do it. Defense is all desire and want to. Being on the same page, communicating, you will do it. But it's going to take one of the better players on this team to say, I'm going to lead by example. And so once I start to lead by example, you have to follow suit. And if you don't follow suit, I got to call you out. Because winning means that much to me. And so it's going to have to be a LeBron or Russell that leads prior to verbally trying to lead. Get out there and do it. Hey, I'm playing 38 minutes. I'm playing so hard on the defense side of the ball, I can only play uh, 30, 31 minutes. When you look at the game last night and you look at the box score, not one guy on the Clippers played 30 minutes. Not one guy. Hmm. Not one guy played 30 minutes. And, and granted, if Paul George and Kawhi they would were have playing, played, obviously. they would have played 30 minutes. But not one player played 30 minutes. The Lakers can do that. And, and yeah, they got cooked by, by James Harden. And it was a little different because when the Lakers played the Nets, it was a James Harden and Patty Mills show. Oh, yeah. Patty Mills went off. And, <laughs> Patty uh, Mills he, he, he went killed off. them. He, and 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 I don't know how they left him open, and and uh, there were times when he knocked down threes without a defender. I'm like, the dude is was what was he eight for thirteen from three or something like that? Crazy. Uh, one guy who wasn't making shots though, Russell Westbrook, and uh, he's definitely shrugs off his slump. Uh, he had a triple double in that loss on Christmas Day to the Nets. Only problem, TJ, he shot four for twenty. From the field to get a triple-double. Four for 20. He left the arena without speaking to the media after that Christmas Day loss to the Nets. But yesterday he talked to the media and he shrugged off his slump. Let's hear uh, some some Westbrook. Everybody wants me to do certain things. Fizz, Frank, everybody want me to do this, but then they don't want me to do this. Honestly, I'm over the whole situation what everybody else want me to do and what they think I should be doing. And honestly, I mean, I think I've been I've been fine. The conversation's been heavily on how I'm playing and what I'm doing, but I think people are expecting me to, to have 25, 15 and 15, which that is not normal. You know, we need to, everybody has to understand like that's not like a normal thing that people do consistently. When people are saying Russ be Russ, I don't really think no, nobody understands what that means. I think people just say it and just be like, let's Russ be Russ, but nobody actually knows what that means. But myself, and I'm going to lean on that and make sure I do what I'm supposed to do and let everything else outside of the locker room, whatever that may be, um, take care of itself. TJ, what do you make of this? Because I'm going to say this. Chris Broussard and I, when the trade was made, didn't think this was a fit. It was a first guess, not a second guess. And it's not to blame everything on Westbrook and the problems of the Lakers. I don't think it's a fit. And I don't think people want him to get 25, 15, and 15 or whatever he put out. But he turns the ball over a lot. He's not a good shooter from the perimeter. And he, there were games this year where they couldn't beat OKC with Anthony Davis and Westbrook because they didn't play well or he didn't play well. Uh, what what'd you make of his sound and, and what he's responded to people? I mean, when you're a professional athlete, no, you're, you're a human being first. You, you have feelings, you have emotions. And, and the majority of the athletes today, and it's somewhat of a difference, not somewhat, it's a different era than when I played. Social media was 
just coming up right? or had just come towards the end of my career. And, and so these guys are, they're on that constantly and they say they're not, but they but are, they they're are. eating it up and they can't stand yeah. it. Right. And I mean, you watch the shows, you, you see the little snippets and the clips of the shows yep. on social media, criticizing you and praising you. And, and, and so what what Westbrook is saying is, I'm a human being. Like enough's enough. Oh, I don't. He's not saying that he doesn't see this. He doesn't pay attention to. It. Obviously, he's hearing the noise. And what he's saying is, yeah, I'm doing each week or each game that I play. I'm giving you a triple double or close to it. That is not something that you see on a regular basis or you haven't seen, except coming from Russell Westbrook. And so, although I may not score the points and shoot the percent that I should shoot, I'm doing other things to help the team, assists, rebounds, and he does play hard. He but plays you, hard every night. He doesn't cheat you. I, no, I love I love the way he plays, TJ. He plays hard, but the Lakers team as constructed, they need shooters, and, and you thought uh, Kendrick Nunn and – some of these got Trevor Ariza, Baysmore. You thought some of these guys would give you some three-point shooting. Trevor Ariza hasn't played. Baysmore and, and none. I don't believe none has played either. And so the Lakers, they haven't had their roster, but it doesn't matter. Like Westbrook, he's it, he's getting too much blame. Okay, but don't. He, but when you go bring, get, but when you go get a star player. And things are, and you're not winning. And you know some of the games, as I said earlier in the year, I think that's why people are on. And nobody expects the Lakers to win every game, but there have been some embarrassing moments. I don't know if you remember. Remember that game against Detroit? They were down like 25 points and had to rally just to win that game on the road in Detroit. Uh, they lost to OKC like twice up in 25 two weeks. Po- right, up 25 twice. points. Right. And so so I, think, I think people have seen those games, and that's why they have an issue because they're saying, wait a minute, okay, LeBron was out, but Westbrook and Anthony Davis can't beat the, uh, the Thunder? Yeah, it, it's one of those, like when Anthony Davis was playing, talent, super talent. I just go back to when they played the Bucks. It was almost as if Giannis was like, I'm a punk Anthony Davis. I'm a punk him out. And he just played with a tenacity that nobody on the Lakers played with. I mean, he got whatever he like. Giannis is almost like a a baby Shaq, like a skinny version of Shaq. I'm getting into the paint. I'm going to the hole. Who's going to stop me? Stand in front of me if you want to. That's how he played. And I was just like, AD can do the same thing if he wanted to. But he doesn't have that mentality. And, and so the Lakers – are trying to blame Russell Westbrook. But this is how Russell Westbrook has played for years. I'm gl- He's going to have some really good games. He may have some bad games. He's trying to make him a scapegoat. All right. We want to hear from you. 877-99 on Fox. We want to get you involved. Uh, what should the Lakers do? And TJ said that he's uh, Westbrook is the scapegoat. Who do you blame? We're playing the blame pie, and we want to know who's to blame for the uh, Lakers' 16 and 18 start, their five-game losing streak, and what looks like 
uh, a terrible season thus far. 877-996-6369. Your phone calls are next. It is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Who's to blame for the Lakers' malaise and their awful start to the season? Is Westbrook the scapegoat or is he the main culprit? We want to hear from you, 877-99 on Fox. TJ, I know people want to jump in. Yeah, let's get straight to it. We got Rick in L.A. You're on the air. Fox Sports Radio. What you got for us? Okay, guys. You know, it's it's LeBron and it's the coaching staff. TJ, you're, you're a world-class athlete. The guys that LeBron is bringing in, they're not getting the job done. It's just like, you know, all these rumors about Reddick and bringing other guys in out of retirement. It's just like pick a ball. He's not, he's not picking up the right crew. They're not gelling. And if he's pretty much the front office guy, he needs to bring in the guys that are going to get it done. He brought in some big bodies, he, you know, but and I, and I don't give him all the credit. That's why I said the coaching staff, because they don't seem to get the guys riled up and, and play for them. You can tell when the guy's playing to play. These guys are just kind of out there, like you said, loosey-goosey. There's not a lot of second-chance buckets, and nobody's stopping anybody. And like you said, the streaky shooting, you know the love affair doesn't last long in L.A. No. Nope. <laughs> so they got to get it together, guys, and um, we need to just find the right recipe. We just haven't done it this season. All right. Good call, TJ. He had on a lot of good points there. It is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Eric, in South Carolina, you on the air. The Dan Patrick Radio Show, Fox Sports. Long-time Laker fan. Way back to Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, and Pat Riley and stuff. Knowing the Laker media, these guys are under an enormous amount of pressure. In my opinion, they're all to blame. What they need to be doing, a smarter philosophy for me would be they attack the basket every possession because get the other team in foul trouble. I don't care if people lay off Westbrook at three-point line. He can still attack. He's one of the best at going towards the rim. He's missing a lot of layups. And this is where Anthony Davis is really one of the main culprits. He is not coming back and hitting the uh, the second-chance baskets and attacking the basket. He's not playing defense like he was two years ago. He's playing not to get hurt, and what happens, you get hurt. But they're all – they have to change the mentality. We, just because we don't have three-pointers doesn't mean we should make everybody try to shoot three-pointers. But the other thing is I do believe Kendrick Nunn has not played a minute will make a little bit of difference. Um, I think this is one of the rarest years where a six seed could come through and win it all if they're playing defense. Oh, but that, that, that's a big that's a big if. That's a big if when you talk about defense. You can't give up 120 points. I hear you about the shooting and going to the basket, TJ, and all that, but you can't give up 120 points in regularity. You got to stop you rem- somebody. You remember when the Spurs came to town? The, the, the Spurs were under 500, and they, they scored 138 up. points. Lit us up like a Christmas 138 tree. on the road against the Lakers. Come on. Don't act like that's not happening. That's, those are some of the problems. 877-99 on Fox. Zan in New York. You're on the air. Fox Sports Radio. Zan, Zan isn't there. We're going to go to Jeremy in Myrtle Beach. You're on the air. Talk to us. Fox Sports Radio. I agree. I- I agree with the first two guys, Jeremy and Myrtle Beach. Um, I got to go with the coaching, though, but the reason being is that they're just letting these guys do what they want to do. They're just like the other guy said, they're playing pickup. Why do you got somebody, I think it was you, TJ, that just said, you know, you got 
you got Antonio, you got Davis that could be down there being Shaq, but he's out shooting threes. Why are you running plays? Why are you allowing these guys? You're letting the you're letting the inmates run the asylum, and put together a plan, put together an offense that forces these guys to play their position instead of just running up and down the court playing pickup. I blame the coaches. All right, I, hey, and the other thing too is, which is you know people say, well, well, TJ, uh, the defense was really good. Last year and the year they won the championship, right in the in the bubble. Last but, year, but you don't have the one. same you don't have the same players though. Look at who you swapped out, right? Younger, I mean, and you had you had to swap them out. The, you you remember that series against Phoenix? And, no, and, and, I, and granted, the the series we were looking real good until AD got injured. I remember they were up two to one. Everybody thought it was all over. You remember that, right? It was over. Two to it one was lead. over. If AD doesn't get hurt. This Phoenix Suns uh, Cinderella story to the finals, that doesn't happen. We knocking them out. Well, that was for Gazy anyway, because if you want to be honest, you look at the whole Suns run. Now, they're playing great, so I'm not knocking them this year. But I'm talking about the finals run. AD got hurt. Uh, no Jamal Murray, right, in the Denver series. And no Kawhi. In the in in the uh, conference finals, right? Hey, I mean, they, they were they very, balling, very fortunate. They balled last year, and they're playing fantastic this year. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We got some more. TJ. Yes, we we got Rob in South Florida. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, guys. You're doing a great job. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I Thank believe, you. Yes, I believe that the big picture problem with the Lakers is. They are investing in possibilities instead of probabilities. A player is who he has been for the last three years. Anthony Davis is hurt this year. Well, what a coincidence. He's been hurt. <laughs> Russell, Russell Westbrook is not a team player. Well, guess what? He hasn't been one. And instead of investing in the probabilities, the Lakers are investing in probabilities because they know LeBron James is great, and they're playing the if game. If Anthony Davis can stay healthy, right. if Russell Westbrook, if Carmelo Anthony, instead of investing in the probabilities of what these players have shown. And what this is, is a cautionary tale for all GMs, is to start looking at what the players have done lately and invest in that. You know and what? That's what I, I have to say. You guys that, are great. Thank you. That's a great call because oh, I've always yeah. said that the reason I didn't pick the Lakers last year going into the playoffs, uh, TJ, like, was because I said too many things have to go right. Do you know what? Like, like all these things have to go right. That's what's wrong with this team. AD has to stay healthy. You, LeBron's been hurt three of the four years in LA, right? I mean, it's a fact. What year wasn't he hurt? The 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 the, the bubble year when they had four months off. That's the I mean, year the, yeah, he didn't get hurt. COVID, when COVID happened, everybody had a extended break. So right. it was as if. Okay, it's hard not to stay healthy when you have that amount of time off. He had, they had four months off, if people want to remember. 877-99 on Fox. Dez in Miami. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, good morning, fellas. How you guys doing? TJ Rob, what's going on? Doing great, up, Dez. Dez. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Hey, yeah. So I just want to chime in, man. So pretty much, this is this is what LeBron wanted. You know, he this is why he left Cleveland, Cleveland in the first place. He felt like he could do a better job at GMing than the GM, and now he sees how hard that job actually is. I'm not knocking him because he's been successful the whole past decade, but now he sees how hard that job actually is. You know, and the NBA players can 
teach us to control their own destiny. But now you, you, you got to see, man. You got to pick the right team around you. Yeah, I mean, uh, you you remember TJ? They had a chance to get Buddy Hill from the Kings. You remember that? Instead they're regretting of that. I'm sure they're regretting because that. that was the guy that was the better fit. Don't you think? It's not that Westbrook's not a great player, but does he really fit in with them? And I think you know you get starstruck when you talk about putting together a, a player of Westbrook's caliber, right? And you look at Brooklyn across the on the Eastern Conference, and you go, they got three monster, three headed monster. We need star power, right? And, and also, when you look at it, is we can sit LeBron some games just because of his age and as many years he's played in Westbrook and AD can take over, so to speak. I see what they were looking I mean, because Westbrook, when he's played on a team with another great player on the court, whether it was Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, James Harden, right. he was able to be effective with one other guy. Now, with two it was different because now where are the shots going to come from? He's a ball-dominant guy. Where Where is it going to come from? It just hasn't worked. No. I mean, there's no other way around it uh, other than to say it hasn't worked, and it'll be interesting going forward because I heard from some NBA people that, uh, you know, if they could, people say, you can't trade Westbrook. Nobody will take that contract. I think he's got – Two years left, right, and and worth a gazillion, uh, still uh, ninety million dollars or f- eighty five million or something. I think it's but forty you know each what? year, forty five each year, so ninety. Yeah, ninety million. Yeah, but but we've seen contracts be moved, right? We've seen guys get. John Wall got moved from Washington to Houston. He ain't playing, but he got moved. Uh, let's squeeze in another one. TJ eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Harold in North Hollywood. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Because it was a good show. Or I should say, great show. Um, you know, the, the Lakers, I think LeBron, they invested in the present because they wanted to win another championship. And they didn't want to wait for all their young guys to mature, like Alonzo and Ingram, guys they traded away. And now they're stuck with what they got. Like, they don't play defense because they can't give um, great energy on both ends of the court. Well, that, because that's they're saving for the other end. Well, that's the problem when you have older players. It's not not like they're geriatric, but TJ, you gotta get. The, you need some energy, some some uh, guys who are willing to uh, put in the work, and some veterans maybe aren't willing to put in the work all the time. And I think that that sets a bad message. There's no reason they should be getting worked over like a burger and fries on defense all the time. It's hunger. It comes from. Guys not being satisfied. It comes from guys wanting to show that coach that I deserve more playing time by playing hard. The majority of the roster, they've been superstars. They've experienced huge success. Where is that hunger going to come from? You have to be self-motivated. And if you aren't self-motivated, that coach has to be a fire starter to motivate you. They don't have that. Let's squeeze in that last call there, TJ. You got one more? We have another call, and guess who we going to? Fred in L.A. You on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Talk to us, man. Three words. I'm going to sum up all these calls that are coming in. Play some defense. (laughs) You know, I I mean, I can go back to the days of LMU. 
they couldn't play defense, but they run you out of the gym. Now that every Laker has an AARP card, they need to realize, stop, take a break, go back to the film room and watch what it is to play some defense. You don't got to score 30, 40 points a night when you're playing defense. Heck, LeBron James could win every game scoring 15 points if they played some defense. Every single night I watch the Lakers. I could have owned a house if I bet against them because they ain't going to win nothing without playing no defense. And you write 138 points for the San Antonio Spurs. You know, I thought Greg Popovich took a jump shot that night and probably went <laughs> in because he was playing no defense. It's that bad. Love, hey, I love it, Fred. Love, love the passion. Fred is like hot. But you you remember that game. That was awful. Uh, it really was. All right. Well, coming up next on the Dan Patrick Show, it's Rob Parker and TJ Huchmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio. We're going to talk about Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. And TJ, I think Pete Carroll is Meshuggah. He's crazy. The idea that he doesn't want to start over with this uh, team is a mistake. We'll talk about that and much more. It is the Dan Patrick Show. Stick and stay, America. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio on your Tuesday, Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes. And TJ, let's talk some NFL football and Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks. Pete Carroll, uh, the Seahawks lost a terrible game. It cost me some shekels, too, on Sunday against the Bears. <laughs> the, TJ, they were up 17-7. to uh, they lose the game at the end. The Bears even go for it on, you know, with a two-point conversion to win the game, not even kick an extra point to tie it. And they beat Seattle. Seattle's going to have a losing record this year. It'll be the first time since 2011 when they were 7-9, and nine, so a decade. They had a great run, two Super Bowl appearances. They won a Super Bowl, should have won two if they gave the ball to uh, beast mode. Instead, uh, Brady got that one in the Patriots. But Pete Carroll's now saying he doesn't want to refresh and start over and rebuild. He sounds selfish to me. Listen to Pete Carroll. Not for one reason at all. Am I thinking that we have to restart this whole thing and, and create a new philosophy and a new approach and all that. I don't think that. I think we've got the essence of the things that we need. We've got to build on them. We've got to support it better. And we've got to continue to grow and progress. There's no standing still. But there's the foundation for doing things. No way, no how, TJ. Sometimes you've got to look in the mirror and say, this has run its course. This is not the Legion of Boom defense anymore. Uh, Russell Wilson was a little disappointed in the organization last year, made it known to everybody. And guess what? Guess what the Patriots did? They let Tom Brady walk. They didn't make the playoffs last year. They regrouped, rebuilt their team. They signed free agents. They got a drafted a new quarterback, Mac Jones. And guess what? After one year out, they're back in the playoffs. This sounds like a, an older coach who just doesn't want to do what's right for the organization because it doesn't fit for him. But Bill Belichick did it. He didn't have to. He could have said, I'm an older guy. I've had a lot of success. I don't want to go through a rebuilding process. 
it would be good for Seattle. Am I wrong, or, or should they stay the course? When you, you, you said it yourself, Pete Carroll is older. A rebuild is, am I going to be here to see this through? And just look at the Seahawks' last five drafts. Your team is really built from late-round picks hitting. But let's, let's look at their, just the last five drafts. Right. The first two rounds, you tell me, in, you, you have to hit at least two players, you would hope, every five years in the first two rounds. Obviously, they, they lost some picks because they traded for Jamal Adams. So last year, they draft, or this year, they draft Dwayne Eskridge, receiver. You don't really need a receiver. You have DK and you have Tyler Lockett. But he hasn't done much this year. In 2020, they draft Jordan Brooks from Texas Tech, Daryl Taylor from Tennessee. Uh, are either one of them doing something that you would like to be drafted? No. Where they were drafted. 2019, LJ Collier from uh, TCU, the defensive end. The corner, Marquise Blair from Utah. And then they also drafted DK. So that, that's one guy. They got DK, right. They, they got, got that they got, right. And 18, Rashad Penny, Rasheem Green. You would say, ah, uh, I don't think so. 2017, Malik McDowell and Ethan Poacher. You got a defensive lineman. You got an offensive lineman. You say, ah, I'm not too sure. 2016, Jermaine Effetti, the uh, offensive guard for A&M, and Jaron Reed from Bama. And, and so when you look at their draft, when you say rebuild, they haven't drafted to where they can rebuild. They don't have draft picks because of the Jamal Adams. They don't have one. That, that was a bad trade. Oh, well, okay, so what are you going to do? You're going to stand pat? You're going to just act like, I mean, I, my point is, then you've got to replenish your draft picks. You've got to trade your, your, your prize possession. Russell Wilson and get picks. You, you're not going to get a haul for Russell Wilson? And that, that's their only way to rebuild. That, but that's trade. my point. Man, you think Pete wants to do that? Pete is like, everybody's not Bill Belichick. Bill, but wait a obvious. minute. But Bill, Pete is six months older than Bill Belichick. All I'm saying, if it's good enough for a, a coach who won six Super Bowls at his age to say, I'm, he could have said, I'm going to ride Brady until the wheels fall off. I'm going to add tape and glue and sticks to hold this together in New England. Who are we beating anyway? It's just uh, Miami, Buffalo, and the Jets who we beat up on for the last 15 years. Like He could have made that argument. Instead, they decided to move on and to rebuild. You, you can't be afraid of it. And if, and if uh, Pete Carroll doesn't want to be a part of it, if I'm ownership in Seattle, then maybe I, we need a new coach, younger, somebody who's willing to put in the work. The franchise isn't – look at the NFC. Look at the NFC West. Who are they beating, TJ? Standing pat. Who are they beating? When you look at the NFC West, normally you want to win your division to secure a playoff berth. You would say – they're going to be at the bottom for a while. Right. They're going to be at the bottom for a while. You got Trey Lance, you got Kyler Murray, you got Matthew Stafford, and you got Russell Wilson. But what have they done to be able to support him? And Bill Belichick has done this for years, six Super Bowls. Pete Curl, they hit gold when they got Bobby Wagner, Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor. They haven't been able to do it since. They've had some success but not to that level. No, not at all. And it's going to be interesting. I think ownership has to make a decision. You can't really let the coach 
dictate what's good for him because if you look at the rest of the division, you're at the bottom, TJ. What, what, are, 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 you, are you trading Russell? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to that, trade that, that's him. That's the only way you can I gotta restart do that. this I'll, and get some draft picks. Only way. No doubt. All right. Coming off that win last night and uh, whether or not you're buying into the Dolphins, I think the Dolphins are fraudulent. TJ thinks otherwise. It is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.